Welcome to That's Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Cece Calbanero, and I'll be sharing stories of miracles, God moments, and unpacking the truth behind what joy truly means. My friend, when God gives you a direct call on your life, be sure to answer it. Here's to answering my call together. Hello, That's Joy fam, and welcome back to That's Joy, the podcast. I am so grateful that you chose play today. You chose play. You chose to click play today. Uh, Man, every week I am just so beyond blown away by what God is doing in and through this vessel that's called That's Joy, and it is just so wild to think that we are 66 episodes in. We are coming up on the last curve of the year and major shout out if you are watching on YouTube, if you are listening via YouTube, you see something's in the background here. My tree is up and I have a fireplace that is sizzling away on my TV screen. Um, Hack, if you guys have a TV in your living room, if you work from home, go to YouTube, type in fireplace and literally put up a fireplace on your TV. I'm telling you, it changes the entire area and space and just makes it feel that much more cozy. So I am loving this season so much. The temperatures are dropping here in Nashville. So much of that in itself could be its joyful noise. I know, I know. There are some of y'all who are like, Cece, what about patience? You're supposed to wait till after Thanksgiving. And to that I say, I respect that. I love that for you. (laughs) And I love that there are people that can do that. And then there are also people who set up the day after Chris or Christmas, the day after Halloween, no matter where you fall, I love you. And I love that we all get our own opinions. And I just believe that if it's something that is not hurting anybody, that is not against the word, then literally, if it brings you joy, do it do it. Okay. There's no rules. There's no rules in when you can put this thing up and it's bringing me an immense amount of joy. So I'm just happy to be alive. And, uh, the joyful noise of the week actually is near and dear to my heart. I just want to give a micro shout out to my boyfriend, Jonathan. We just had our first year anniversary on the third, come on one year of dating officially. And I'm just so in awe. I think is the best way to put it. I was obviously very reflective over the last week of just not only what God did and in through our relationship, but as I began to look in that rearview mirror, as I always say, I just was caught in God's wonder and awe of what he's capable of doing. And I think for me and my own heart, if y'all don't know a piece of my story, um, I've shared this on a few episodes here and there, but I am a child of divorced parents. My parents divorced when I was in the eighth grade. And I think one of the biggest things that has been, I guess you can call it a quote unquote healing journey for me, is this idea of a solid love and restoration and a fruitful love. And over the last year, I have been able to not only bear witness, but to experience what 
it feels like God's love is supposed to look and be like. And so that is my joyful noise. Very tender, very near and dear to my heart, but I would be just so remiss if I didn't share that with y'all. Y'all have become like a little family here at That Joy in the community. And by the way, Hang on till the very end of this episode because there are certain things that are on my heart on how we can come together even that much more as a community. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. And today's episode is all about how to be positive and remain optimistic. How do we be positive and remain optimistic? I think that that is something that, especially in today's world, we are finding ourselves struggling to kind of grasp onto and to figure out. And there are so many moments in my day-to-day that I have to kind of realign and switch gears and make sure that I am on the right track. And so I just wanted to, one, talk about this because I feel like I actually haven't talked about this on all of our 66 episodes, but two, I felt stirred this morning as I was praying and I just was like, God, what do you want me to talk about? Like, I feel like I covered it all. And that is such a lie. 66 episodes is not covering it all. There's so much more to talk about. But um, I always want to be honest with y'all. And there are times where I'm like, I don't know what to say. Holy Spirit, be my words because I don't know what to say. So my hope and prayer in this episode is, man, that you would just feel like you have a couple more tools to add to your tool belt and what it looks like to be positive, to be a positive person, to remain optimistic to see the good in the world and I just felt so kindly that the Holy Spirit nudged me to say talk about something that feels second nature to you and I don't say that boastfully at all I say that because I've walked through several valleys myself as I shared at the top of the episode that was probably the biggest and deepest and darkest one but in addition to that I have a lot of family and a lot of family members and so I've also experienced a lot of loss in my life and I am grateful for just how God used all of that and turned it for good Someone needs to hear that in itself, but I I just felt so kindly that he said to share something that was just like, felt like easier for you. And I want to talk to the person who hears that statement and thinks, man, I wish that I can just be like that. I wish that being positive and being optimistic was just easy for me. And maybe you're crying out and you're like, God, why isn't it easy for me? I want to start by reading the definitions, just Webster, because I was so curious and like, okay, how do I like actually break this down for them, you know? And I think that for me, at least, I am a Enneagram 7, so I'm an optimist by nature. But when I am healthy, I grow towards that 5. So the analyst that really wants to know more information and get to the root of things. And so um, I was like, what's the root of positive and optimistic? Well, the definition reads, Positive is consisting in or characterized by the presence or possession of features or qualities rather than their absence. Some synonym words that follow that in a definition say constructive, optimistic, or confident. 
Now, let's read the optimistic definition. The optimistic definition says, hopeful and confident about the future. Hopeful and confident about the future. I think that when you are positive and when you are optimistic, you are walking in gifts that God has given us. I've shared this on an episode talking about the fruits of the Spirit and how much my mentor described it as actual gifts of you being able to wake up to. I mean, I have a Christmas tree behind me right now, y'all. And the fact that like we can visualize right now in the season gifts sitting underneath a tree. What if every single morning during the season, you imagine the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. What if we what if we envisioned each of those things in a box underneath a tree and the only way that we can walk in it in that day is if we pick it up and unwrap that gift? Friends, so much of these things are actions. They are choices. They are things that we have to do on our end and we can pray for and take action in. I think that this is so important because, man, when you know better, you must do better, right? It's one thing to not know it, but now, guess what? I'm your accountability partner. You know what it means to be positive. You know what it means to be optimistic. And right now, I'm about to share some of the tactical things that help me be these things and lean into these things that end up producing more joy in my life. Because, friends, these things are wavering, right? Positivity, optimistic mindset, optimistic perspective. Those things are fleeting. They come and go. But what remains is joy. And I believe that when you are reaching more and more for the positivity, for the optimistic spirit, then you are infusing even more joy into your soul so that... When troubled times do come, when that James 1-2 verse hits your life because it will, we can't shake it. We can't run from it. We, We have to know that the hard times will come. Because you are someone who continues to reach for these two things, I believe that when you walk through those valleys, you will have a joy that makes no sense. You will. You just will. And so... Even if it helps you too, I, I think that for me sometimes when I get a little bit lost in how I'm feeling, like, gosh, why am I not as happy right now? Why am I not looking for the good? What helps me is looking at the people who do inspire me. And don't get it twisted, not the people that I compare myself to. Because that's a difference in itself, right? There are people that inspire you and there are people that you look at their stuff and you are comparing, whether subconscious or consciously, you're comparing. This comparing bucket, let's just throw that out the window right now because we just can't afford that. We don't have time for that in our lives, okay? I'm talking about the people that when you look at their stuff, you can't help but feel this feeling inside of you that wants to be better, that wants to grow more into what God has called you to be. In that bucket, we're going to keep that right here. 
right at the middle as the thing that we constantly draw from for inspiration to be better. And I want you to start thinking about those people right now. Who are those people that you follow on social media? Who are those people that you look up to at small group or that you look up to at church or that you really look up to at work, wherever that is, at school, your teacher, whoever that is in your life, I want you to think about them for a second and hold them right here in your thoughts. And I want you to ask yourself, what are some of those things that they do on a day-to-day that they talk about, that that every time they talk about those things that they do, they kind of illuminate with light? Like, is it a workout? Is it reading? Is it waking up and dancing to worship music the moment that they like hit the alarm clock? Like whatever those tactical things are that you've heard them talk about. And you don't even have to know them personally, friends. I'm talking about like, for instance, one of my biggest inspirations on social media is Tabitha Brown. I love her. I love how she shows up and she is absolutely on the vision board to be a guest on that joy. And one day she will be. I'm just going to keep speaking that. Um, But I love following her so much. And I notice that she is a grateful woman. That woman shares her gratitude and her gratitude is the overflow of her life. Like you can't find like every fifth video of hers that she posts not filled with gratitude. Like the woman's always talking about different things that she's grateful for. And it's no wonder that the fruit of that heart posture is joy the joy like quite literally radiates from every post that she puts out and everything that she now puts out into the world it's crazy because she's a prime example of consistency is key I followed her back in 2020 when all of the movements were happening and the world was bananas as you know she only had I think I want to say around one to 300k on Instagram now she has 4.3 million and such an influential platform in so many different areas I'm talking cookbooks and Target to products and Target to hairlines to books to her YouTube channel I mean it's incredible to see how one person's like steadfastness how one person's faith can influence so many for good and so think about the people in your life who inspire you what are those some of the what are some of those qualities what are some of those tactical things that they do to help them get there whether they say it or not these are the things that make them happier people that make sure that they are looking through the lens of optimism every single morning because guess what that is a choice it's a choice it's always a choice so these three things um as i'm sharing mine i want you to ask yourself the question what makes me happy when do i look for the good most in my own life Let that be the overarching umbrella as I share what these three things do for me. So the first thing that helps me remain positive and optimistic is people. 
People, people, people. I've said this so many times, but I just believe that the greatest picture of what we will see, what we will feel, what we will hear, what we will experience on this side of heaven when it comes to Jesus is people. It's us showing up like Jesus that will allow other people to feel a dose of him. And I know this to be true so much in my own life because I can strongly, without a doubt, say that my happiest moments, my most positive and optimistic moments are moments that were surrounded around people. And I feel like God has just given me a lottery ticket in a sense of who I've been able to surround myself in the last 28 years of life, who he has so strategically placed in this path of life of mine and I I feel so grateful for every single person and by the way even grateful for every single fallout while it still hurts me that I am not as close to a handful of people because seasons change and like weathers come and go and I know that people sometimes come and go I can still turn around and it somewhat makes me a bit emotional And just say how grateful I am for every person that God has given me, even the ones that made it feel like it hurts. I'm grateful because I'm better. I'm better because of all of them. And if we know each other personally, I'm grateful for you. And even if we haven't met yet, the fact that you press play and trust someone like me to pour into you, I'm grateful for you. Friends, the thing is, things can't grow in the dark. So when you want to grow into positivity to become a more positive person, one of the ways that you're going to really get there is surrounding yourself with positive people. You want to surround yourself with people who are going to allow their overflow to drip onto you so that you may be filled so that you can go out and do the same thing. Not just keep it for yourself, but be so infectious and filled that you're doing the same thing 10x, right? For every other person that comes across your path in life. And I think that's the biggest thing that we cannot forget is that people are the light, I had a verse pop up from my Bible app, which praise God for the Bible app and everybody who works there. They do such an incredible job. There's been so many I have noticed just advances and updates and all the great things to make this experience of growing to know Jesus and God more um, that much cooler, honestly, and um, more digestible and even more fun. But a verse popped up that reads, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. I love the book of Matthew so much. And that's Matthew five fourteen. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. Friends, these lights that we turn on and off, turn on and off, but you are the light. It remains a light. It does not turn off. I think that if you remain in the dark and you remain in loneliness, then your light can't be shared. It won't be up on the hill, right? But when we're together, when we're surrounding ourselves with other people, then we we allow our lights to shine. We need to remember that. The second thing that really helps me remain positive and optimistic is scripture. Uh, especially like 
a word. You know what I mean? Like when you're listening to a podcast or when you're listening to a sermon online on YouTube or in person or even a small group and someone sharing and you're like, oh, that's a word. A lot of times I'll put on my Instagram stories like this. And anytime I put that, I hope that you know, I'm like, yes, this is a word. That's what I really mean by that. Okay. There's clapping going on. There's snapping going on. My head's nodding like crazy. And I'm just walking in agreement with whatever that says. So scripture obviously is like such a big way to remain optimistic and positive because it is a love story. The entire thing shows us what it looks like to live in love like Jesus. And so when we are doing that, how can we not be happy, right? How can we not have the most positive outlook in life? So I think that, honestly, you have to make sure that you are placing moments within your days, within your weeks, where you are strategically making sure that you are in scripture or you are reading the word or hearing the word. And of course, I want to recommend every single day, but I fully know that there are people listening to the podcast that maybe the only source of Jesus that you're plugging into right now is that's joy. And I am just so humbled by that. When I think about that, it's a lot of weight. But what I will want to say is that um, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for even reaching for wanting to know more about him. And I also want to share because I want to be a fiery friend who's going to push you towards growth. That's joy is not enough. It's not enough. And what we really need is for another friend to challenge another friend right here and say, what would it look like for you to even just weekly, like, pick up the word or weekly. Maybe it's you starting with watching a YouTube. I love Priscilla Shire and Lisa Harper. I love watching different YouTube sermons that they have because it feels like, honestly, uh, not, I want to say entertainment, but you know my heart pressure in that. Just the way that they have give, been gifted to speak, you're locked in. It doesn't feel like you're just sitting in a like quote-unquote boring church pew. You know what I mean? It's diving in. It's growing in a way that feels at least so digestible to me. And so that would be my recommendation is just, friends, our hearts need, my heart needs, desperately needs weekly tune-ups and I know that even something like my small group on Tuesdays that is such a weekly tune-up for me because I know that for me Sunday's not enough a church church at this point in my walk is a given and I need to make sure that I'm plugging in to another thing to help me grow closer to who I know God's calling me to be and guess what I fall short I fall short a lot and I'm far far from perfect but man you best believe that all the days on this side of heaven I'm gonna try I'm gonna just try because I think that if we are not trying we're literally dying right like there's the famous quote that shares if you're not growing you're dying and it's just so true so I I want you to just pick something And I'm not talking to everyone right now because I know that there are a lot of people that listen to this that you already do this. But I'm talking to the few and far in between who don't do this yet. Friends, it's okay. Everyone has a start. Everyone has a start. Everyone has the beginning of their race. 
right? Some people are on mile five and some are on 17. I think about this so much because the New York Marathon's going on right now and everybody that I feel like I follow is posting about it right now. And it's really cool because it's such an incredible pursuit. Like, wow, our bodies are capable of so much, right? But I want you to remember that in your Christian walk, in your spiritual walk, friends, there was a day where the gun went off and you hit your first foot from the start line and went forward, okay? And so no matter where you are, don't look right, don't look left at anyone else, no matter where you are, that is okay. God knows you're there. He knows. He knows you're right there. He knows you're on mile three. That's okay. There's no there's no timeline as to when you need to be at mile 26. Everybody has their own pace. So grace Grace, grace, and more grace for all those around us because, man, we need it. We just need it. The third and final thing, and there's so much more that I could share, but I wanted to give you bite size again because I know that when I do shorter concepts and just three punchers, those three things can actually be implemented this week. And that's what I want for you. Whether you're listening to this on a Monday or a Friday, the week forward how can you do these three things and that third thing is moving my body moving my body friends whether it is a full-blown workout that I do three times a week that's weight training where I really push myself to lift heavy 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 and by the way I'm feeling stronger and stronger and stronger and it is so cool to see how much weight increase I have been able to get to over the last couple years I want to say but even if it's not that even if it's a walk I know that this I know that this helps me tremendously. So friends, move your body. And if you don't know where to start with that, just listen to episode 61 where I talk about healthy girl habits and I really think that that will help you if you're someone who maybe has never created a workout routine or who has never thoughtfully and strategically planned out when they're going to move their body. Listen to episode 61. And also, I've been following two people that I would highly recommend you follow as well. Again, just because we get to choose who we follow, and I hope that it continuously inspires you and challenges you even to grow into who God's called you to be. But Doc Amen on Instagram, um, he is a brain doctor who specializes in the study of brains. And I've been listening to pretty much every episode that he releases with other podcasters. He doesn't have his own podcast show yet, but he just released an episode with Steven and oh my goodness, the value in this episode and how much God has just gifted people to study brains in the capacity that he does so that we can better understand how we can take advantage of so many different factors of being a human being like it is incredible and so I would highly recommend you listen to that episode and also follow Dr. James Dinick I believe uh that last name is D-I-N-I-C and he actually just puts out a ton of simple and practical tips to do things you know you should be doing already and I know that when I'm doing these three things I'm a happier CC I'm a more optimistic CC And the final question that might be stirring and lingering on your heart is, okay, well, are you always happy and optimistic? And the short answer is obviously no, I'm not. 
And I have to fall back to these habits and these things that I know help me so that I can get back up again. And I share all these things and knowing very well that there will be days ahead where I stumble and fall again. And you best believe that I will revert back to these things and stand up and go again. Friends, you are capable of standing up and going again. And I don't want you to ever forget that. All right. If there's a certain part of this episode that you loved, I'd love to hear more about that. Shoot me a text at 615-813-4813. You can follow me on social at C-C-A-L-B-O-N-E-R-O on Instagram and on TikTok. And you can follow That Show the Podcast on both of those as well. If you've not yet joined the Joy Corner, I want you to join because I'm going to share some exciting news very soon about how we can bring this community together. So be sure to subscribe on my website. And if you have not yet subscribed, rated, or left a review for That's Joy, it'd mean the world if you can do that. Friends, if you've even the smallest desire to meet the creator of the universe, or if you've already been saved but you're not really free, I want to invite you to sit at the table of plenty with me and so many others. I'm telling you there's abundance here. There's overflow here. There's so much joy here. I'm here to tell you that God's for you. All you have to do is invite him into your heart right now. He's waiting for you. He wants to meet with you. And friends, I'm so proud of you. If you just made this decision, I'd love to know you. Shoot me a text to that number in the show notes so I could pray for you. I love you. God loves you. And until next time, I'll chat with y'all next time. Thank you so much for being here.